As you're aware, my big turning point was when I started to run. And with this, I started to be outside more. Fancy that. When I first started running, I aimed to be able to run from my house in Randwick to Coogee. It's kind of funny. I had a realization the week that I successfully ran the two kilometers each day from my house to Coogee that I'd been to Coogee Beach more in that one week than the entire two years that I'd lived in Coogee previously. Welcome to the AHA podcast, a podcast that shares moments of realization that helped to spark change, whether big or small. Hey, hi, hello. My name's Emily and I love change. This episode continues to explore the multitude of changes that started with my very first aha moment that I needed to prioritize the notion of progress and forget perfect. This episode will explore an aha moment that I had with nature and its impact on my health and well-being. As a child, I was surrounded by nature. I grew up on a farm and my siblings and I were constantly playing outside. I was lucky enough to grow up by the Namoi River and it was a significant feature of my life. A lot of my dreams still revolve around the river and farm life. My absolute favourite location on the property was sitting on a gum tree that had fallen into the river and a willow tree was growing around it. It was about a 20 minute walk from my home and was no easy feat to get there. Having to walk through weeds that towered over me to avoid being scratched by a variety of thistles and being covered in sticky beaks. I'm not really sure of their technical name. Does anyone know what I'm referring to here? It's basically a brown plant with black sticky rods that would stick to you by the hundreds. But the trip was worth it. After climbing through the willow stems, you had your own private view of the river bend. It felt like a magical realm just for me. I would listen to the crackle of cockatoos that would fly overhead and the gurgling of the water over the rocks. It was a place that I often went to think or to seek solace. After high school, I was so excited that I was able to get into a university in Sydney. My parents both went to Sydney University and as mentioned in my episode on imposter syndrome, there was doubt that I would be able to make it to a university in the city. I was determined and motivated in my final year to be able to attend a university in Sydney and I was so excited when I was accepted into my degree at the University of New South Wales. I felt a sense of achievement and that I was defying expectations. When I moved to Sydney, it wasn't quite what I expected. The cityscape was a bit overwhelming and the concrete buildings and the jagged skyline were suffocating and didn't bring me the same amount of joy as the open spaces. Claustrophobia set in and I was swamped by crowds of people. I often opted to stay and become stagnant in the area where I lived, worked, breathed, studied and partied, which was all on campus. So if you've listened to my very first episode, you'll know that I got myself into a very low funk. I now believe that my lack of connection with nature definitely contributed to those low moods, especially considering how I would spend a large amount of time inside than I ever did on the farm. It was interesting. I would always build up so much stress when I was in the city. Every holiday, I would always go home to escape the hustle and bustle, and I would just sit outside and be outside and enjoy the sunshine, the peace, the quiet, the absence of people. As you're aware, my big turning point was when I started to run. 
And with this, I started to be outside more. Fancy that. When I first started running, I aimed to be able to run from my house in Ranwick to Coogee. It's kind of funny. I had a realization the week that I successfully ran the two kilometers each day from my house to Coogee that I'd been to Coogee Beach more in that one week than the entire two years that I'd lived in Coogee previously. My running eventually turned into a desire to walk everywhere. I discovered podcasts and audiobooks and they became my best friends and we would go on walking adventures. I started to discover day by day Sydney's incredible beauty. I started to discover the many beautiful areas of outdoors which I had believed to be non-existent in the city or else I was too scared to explore. I discovered the beauty of the coast surrounding the eastern suburbs. I appreciated the view of the Pacific Ocean from the cliffs of Trenary Reserve. I started to wake up early on the weekends to extend my walking path to Bondi. I remember spotting my first whale breaching on a twilight stroll near Marks Park. Soon I discovered I could run to Maroubra and hear the frogs croaking, the birds chirping and my feet rhythmically tapping the footpath. I started to feel invincible. One of my favourite discoveries was the Fred Hollows Reserve, only minutes from my home in Randwick, but the hustle and the bustle of the city felt miles away. I had discovered my escape. Whenever I was out in nature, I'd feel more calm, more connected and more secure. So much so that I remember going home in the winter of 2019 and actually missing Sydney. This was a huge change for me. I missed Sydney. It was being outdoors, being in nature, that really helped change my perspective for me. Julia Baird in her book, Phosphorescence, helped me to understand my connection to nature and why it helped me to feel so calm. She explains that moments of awe help us to understand that the world is so much bigger than us, that we are really insignificant in comparison to the marvel of the earth. I began to become really interested in the effect that nature had on my mental health and my well-being. I began to do more research into why my moods were shifting, my relationships were improving, and my general enjoyment in the area in which I lived and the love for my job increased. Florence Williams explores the effect of nature in her book, The Nature Fix. Psychologically, nature allows us to reduce stress due to the decrease in cognitive inputs, and it has a restorative effect as it entices our attention, but it doesn't overexert it. Williams undertook experiments on the effect that nature has on all of our different senses and even discovered that viewing photographs of nature or listening to sounds of nature has a calming effect. Often in classes, if I want students to be working on their writing, I will now play nature sounds to help inspire creativity and create calm. During lockdown in Australia, which was not very long in the scheme of things, I began to really turn my house into an urban jungle. I really struggled with not being allowed outside and found that during the hour we were allowed to be outside, I was exploring Centennial Park. I found an amazing shop called the Artisan Garden where I ordered plants online and they were hand delivered the very next day. Let me assure you, these plants are everything to me. They help my apartment feel much bigger, more full of life and help me to feel calm. I also just get really excited seeing them grow. Does anyone else like that? I'm also trying to explore new places outdoors and have been really enjoying going on weekend hikes 
whether it be to a new national park or a new coastal walk. So if you have any recommendations, please let me know. My most recent discovery was the Royal National Park, especially the views from the cliffs near Watermola Beach. Just this morning, I was actually feeling quite glum. This week at work has been very busy and it has been raining all weekend, so I've been avoiding going outside. I mentally struggled with the thought of doing my normal morning workout and I just wished it was sunny so I could go outside for a run. I had to stop myself on that thought. I put on my rain jacket, put on my running shoes and stepped out into the wind. Going outside was exactly what I needed. Not only did I need the endorphins from going for a run, but I also really needed to remind myself that my worries and my concerns are insignificant. So I ran to Clavelli and appreciated the dark waves rolling over the concrete. I ran along the cliffs and loved the force of the wind pushing against my body. I felt the heave of my chest as I pushed myself up the stairs and noticed the oxygen running through to my fingertips. I welcomed the cold droplets of rain striking my face and admired the seagulls struggling against the gale. I experienced awe. I stepped away from the overwhelming inputs and felt a sense of connection with the world once more. This podcast is really just an ode to nature, somewhere I can really share my appreciation for the change in mood it allows me to experience. I have begun to realise how amazing Sydney truly is and how beautiful a city is surrounded by nature. If you, like me, are feeling a bit glum, I encourage you to go outside and be in nature. See it, touch it, smell it, hear it. Really embrace it. If you can't go outside, light a candle, put on YouTube. I suggest three hours of the best scenic nature place of Canada in wintertime and listen to the gurgle of the river, the twitter of the birds and look at the images of the different coloured trees and the snow falling over the rocks. Or even better, buy a houseplant. Where do you feel like you get to feel a sense of awe or wonder? Have you ever had a change from being a stagnant, indoors type of person to experiencing the joys of being outside? I would love for you to share them with me at the AHA podcast on Instagram. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the AHA podcast. I can't wait to share more AHA moments with you. Until next time, folks, keep striving for change.